0: Hey, you're listening to Please Be Kind Rewind. Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Lauren also. We love movies and so do you. So let's talk about them. We aren't your typical movie reviewers and we certainly aren't experts. We watch movies and talk about what we like, don't like, how they relate to our lives and how they help us understand the world and who we are as people. So basically, we're like a book club, but with movies. And though we call ourselves a movie club, it has a roster of two and it's us. Only only us. us. But we'd love for you to listen with us as we chat. We take our movie watching very seriously. So welcome, friends. Let's get to it. Today, we are talking what we call politically incorrect nostalgia. (laughs) So er, Law and I have each asked the other person to watch one of our fave childhood films that we are absolutely positive (laughs) did not age well. It didn't stand the test of time. However, we just can't seem to hate them. (laughs) We're going to see what the other thought about that movie and talk through why we love it, but also why it really hasn't stood through the test of time. Yeah. This is going to be so fun. I know. both of these movies, I'm like, ooh, they're a doozy and to we a, ha- a newcomer. And we have not talked yet in person about what we each think of the others movie no no we kept all our thoughts we saved it for you all for yes all there are rewinders out there We yeah. saved our thoughts for you we did not discuss this previously with one and other. you guys don't even know what movies they are I yet know. so it's like double whammy surprise i know i know okay but before we get to that yes. um it is uh movie club journal sneak peek time Whoop. let's see uh law has her journal here yes so let's see what what Jim she's got for us. So I was flipping through, and I think my thoughts on Mad Max Ooh. are really funny. That was yes. that's one of my favorites. We we well, I think it was. I guess we had like an action movie night because we did a double feature this night. We watched <gasps> both Mad Max and World War Z. That's right. I yes. forgot. Was it back to back, or was it just like we watched them? No, individually? I think we watched them individually. Okay, and I then couldn't when remember. We came together, yeah, we talked about both. <laughs> oh my god, because um, yeah, I, I put them all the same two pages that are open. Yeah. So anyway, my my thoughts on Mad Max. I originally when we started with The Revenant, as you guys know, I had like multiple categories. I just narrowed it down to feels and themes were my (laughs) two categories that I had after many movies. I think this is probably like our you know fifth or sixth movie or something. Yeah. And I had narrowed it down to those two. So here my original thought, all in caps. All in caps about Mad Max. <laughs> Tom Hardy is the shit, <laughs> <laughs> and we all know Law's um, love of this guy. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I ju- oh man, I just love me some Tom Hardy, and in Mad Max he is the shit. Okay, he is, he is. Oh, he he plays this like brooding, mm. bad, tough mm-hmm. guy so well. But you know, he like his family died, and he's like sad, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just. Oh, yeah. I just love me some Tom Hardy in that. Um, and then I put um, the next one is a heart that I drew. And then I put <laughs> Nicholas Holt dot dot dot. He is so innocent and sweet in everything he does. He was in this movie he for really sure. Was. Yes, he is. What do they call him? War Boys? Yes. He's a war boy, um, and if you've not seen this movie, you should totally. This go see is another it. one of those movies where we're just going to tell you straight up: go see this yes, movie. It's, absolutely. I, okay, uh, Low here. I have um, never actually seen the original Mad Maxes. Yeah. Sadly, is it sad? I don't know. No. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say no. But this one is I. I love this movie it's so much. So good. It's so good. Yes. And in this Nicholas Holtz character, he's a war boy. And yeah, he's just so sweet and innocent. Aww, he's, he's just adorable. It's like a little pup. I know. Like a little puppy. I know. Um, next I wrote, Ooh, drinking breast milk. Because yeah. that's a thing that happens in that's that. movie. That's a thing that don't Bl- worry, you don't really it's not like they're drinking it from the boob. No. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh that's i'm glad you clarified that i did not even think about uh-huh. that but yes everyone out there there's no it's not straight from the from the boob here don't worry you know it's in you a glass just, it just looks like sh- regular milk but yes. it's not yes but he's yeah he's a grown man and yeah he's drinking it and being it, like mm, that's yummy father the- <laughs> gross <laughs> just a disclaimer this movie is hella weird so be prepared it's good it's so good but it's very weird Mm -hmm. yes um next i wrote morton joe is disgusting slash creepy as shit he's so (laughs) you are not wrong in any way no he is so creepy that that actor Mm. was actually in the originals i read yes yes i don't know who he played because again i haven't seen the originals but (laughs) i know that fun fact yeah yeah. Um, and then the other thing I, I just wrote, um, tell Lauren about Matt, about um, Tom Hardy interview. Oh, because yes. there was this really great interview that Tom Hardy did when he was promoting Mad Max. And they're in a foreign country, obviously, because everyone is speaking a different language and they have interpreters and things. So like they would ask a question and they'd have to wait for them to interpret it and then answer. So anyway, this in this interview, the question is from a journalist, obviously in the crowd. And he asks Tom Hardy, you know, um, well, like, was it hard um, being in a cast of all women? Because if you think about it, he is really the enti- almost the entire movie completely just surrounded by women because he's with furiosa for a long time and she has the three women with her right the majority of the movie he just interacts yeah. and has his major parts with the women with women yeah, yeah. and so um yeah th- this guy was like you know was it hard to work with just women and um and and tom hardy like literally they translate it and he just looks at the guy with like this so strange expression and it and just goes no <laughs> and that's it <laughs> and he's got some pretty how do you say not risqué but some pretty like intense interviews right yes yes he's I just love pretty Tom Hardy. blunt and straight to the point doesn't I love take it. no shit from nobody i know so that is why that is why it was in all caps. Tom Hardy is the shit. He is. He is. I yes. just love him. He doesn't take anything from anybody. If somebody asks a stupid question that's super sexist like that one was, he's just like, uh, no. And then he doesn't even have to justify himself. It's just like everybody in the room was like, oh, yeah, you're an asshole <laughs> to that guy who asked that Can question. Can you imagine? Everyone just slowly turns to him with yeah. like the stank eye. Yeah. Like, way to ask a stupid question. Dummy. Yeah. So anyway. um, Okay. So that is Adventures into... Old movie journal and time. once i finally find mine <laughs> we will delve into that i think she's gonna find it yeah i think she is I've, I've given her some places to look but um you know she's got three boys though too so who knows they, they might have got a on. lot for real <laughs> they're always asking for notebooks yeah. just to yeah doodle on so anyways mm-hmm. i'll find it yeah I think it it can happen. Yeah. Um, Okay. What was your fave workout this week, Lo? Okay. So I've only worked out a few times so far because over the weekend I took a break. I was just really tired. Mm. But one of the main things I'm trying to work on lately is form in my heavy lifting. So Mm -hmm. in CrossFit, it's like a mix of, I mean, several different workouts, but it also has Olympic lifting in it. Yes. And so I have just... Kind of gone back to basics and not worried about how much weight I can throw around. It's more just like, I want to get my form spot on with like um, hang clean, power clean, and the snatch. And you know, I'm sure, you know, all these names mean nothing to everyone out there. Um, <laughs> Basically, she lifts a heavy barbell with a lot of weight and it's exactly, hard. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it can be hard on the body. So, exactly getting, uh, going back to making sure your form is good, like helps. Preserve your back yes. your wrists. And, yes. Yes, all the things. So that's kind of what I'm working on. And um, then I bought some wrist guards oh, nice. that I'm going to use soon. Yeah. So, yeah, I've. That's, that's mainly my thing. And then just doing a lot of like, uh, what's that word? Of just stretching and kind yeah. of foam rolling. Yeah. Stuff like recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, if you guys could see Lauren... Um, Low is like this little tiny person. She's just like a little pixie, and <laughs> but girl can throw some weight. She can wow. lift. She can lift some heavy weight. She and I are about on the same like level. Um, <gasps> She's gassing me up, you guys, I, I, because you deserve it. You're teeny tiny, and you can just like <gasps> hang so clean sweet. like a million pounds. And I'm like, what? Well, I thought your bones would just disintegrate <laughs> from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this girl Law over here is. So strong, and she's only been doing CrossFit for what, like a month, two months, or it's something. My stubbornness. I'm just oh, like, I have to be good at this. It's incredible. <laughs> I am so proud of her. It's so been fun, a fun time. It's so fun. I love so, it. yeah. What about you? What's been your fave workout? Ooh, I did a really good one this week. We tried a new workout. Um, So in CrossFit, <laughs> for some reason, a lot of the workouts are named after like men and women who have done it before or it was named after a certain person or sometimes they're just named they're just they just give them like a a human's name (laughs) and so this workout was called Cindy (laughs) so I don't know if there was an actual Cindy Uh, my inclination is probably not (laughs) they need to have a whole series of like Cindy Bev yeah uh, Donna you know like all the old 80s horrible mom names oh absolutely yeah there's there, I, there's like an Angie there's Ooh. a oh yeah the Barbara i yeah Barb. these are real workouts um, but anyway so, so Cindy is um, an AMRAP which means as many rounds as possible mm-hmm. um, in 20 minutes so you just do as many of these rounds which I'm about to tell you you try to do as many as you can in 20 minutes uh-huh. and you see how many you can get so the rounds were 5 pull-ups, 10 push-ups and 15 squats, wow. which sounds super like super chill. 5 right. pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 squats, no big deal. And then you have to do that for 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, over and over. Yeah, but then you have to do it for 20 <laughs> minutes over and over and you're you're kind of racing yourself on the clock like you want to get you know, a certain number of rounds. And then the next time you do it, you want to beat that number. These so, are kind of yeah. my favorite type of workouts. Yes. Because again, I'm very competitive. So, yeah, yeah. it's really fun. It, yeah, it was very fun. I mean, I almost died, but it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, For sure. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. Um, my husband Ross and I did it together. And um, yes, I got 18 rounds. Stop it. In 20 minutes. That's almost around a minute. I know. That's I know. crazy. I think Ross and I both got 18. Wow. Both, yes. So um yeah, it was really fun. Granted, my pull-ups are still banded. Like I have to use a band don't, put matter. It don't matter my foot to help myself because pull ups are hard, you guys. Mm, so hard. <laughs> um but yes. So I got 18 rounds of that. Go, mat, girl. As many rounds as possible in 20 minutes. So yes, Cindy was my workout of this week. I loved it. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Okay, friends. Are y'all ready for this politically incorrect nostalgia? I really love this name, even though it's super long. um, You and I are a fan of the long names of things, I've realized. Well, we want to explain them and we want it to sound a little catchy. I know. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. So politically incorrect nostalgia. So both of these movies are from our childhood, meaning that we they didn't necessarily come out when we were children, but we just watched them a lot as children. And um, we look back now and realize they did not age well because of whatever reason, which we will discuss. Um, but it's just hard to hate a movie you grew up on, you know? It really is. Yeah. I mean, some movies are just so amazing, like Land Before Time. Like, you can't, no one can convince me that's not a great movie. Right. But these movies. I'm pretty sure they're not that great. I mean, some of the lines in each one of them, you just kind of cock your head and say like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Or the things that they do. Right. You're just like, huh? I, and it's just incredible that they could do that back in the day and I no know. one would bat an eyelash. No one cared. No yeah. one was like, hmm, you shouldn't treat women that way. And you're like, oh, what? <laughs> um so yes um okay so should we reveal both right now or should we just do one at a time no let's reveal both so people can get ready prepare yourself prepare yourself hold on to your butts hold on to your butts 10 points to whoever can figure out where that quote's from (laughs) anyways moving (laughs) on do i think i know it can (gasps) i say it okay what is it is it top gun Mm, it might be oh not the not the one i not the movie i'm thinking of oh Wait what? What is your? What are you thinking of? I need to know. All right, it's from Jurassic Park. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Oh, I've seen it so many times. It's Samuel L. Oh, you're so right. Uh, now I know you're so right. It's not Top Gun. You're right. You're <laughs> totally right. Yes. Uh, oh man, I knew I had heard it somewhere, but now I see him in my mind's eye saying it. He's got the cigarette hanging out, out of his mouth. Yeah, hanging out, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Let's see, she knows her movies. Way to go. Okay, um, Law. What is your movie? Okay, my movie from my childhood is called Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and we'll give you guys a little synopsis, but mm-hmm. first, we'd give, we thought we'd give you just a little tidbit of um, a trailer. Now, granted, my movie, you will see, is very old, and so the trailer does not explain very much. It's just them singing a lot of stuff, but I thought it you would find it interesting because it gives some snippets from the songs, and you're just like, what? <laughs> it's very 1950s-ish yes, when it came yes. out. Yeah. So, so stay tuned because um, I'm gonna give a little synopsis, but first here's the trailer. Seven wives for seven brothers. Every field wears a bonnet with some spring daisies on it. The obvious reason is because of the season. Each nest is twittering; they're all baby sittering Spring, spring, spring. Now, more wonderful than ever in seventy millimeter and full stereophonic sound. Seven brides for seven brothers. Okay. There was the trailer, <laughs> and we're back. We are back. How did you? How did how, you, how'd you feel about it, listeners? How did you feel about that? Because, <laughs> because I feel like number one, musicals, people either have a love hate relationship with them, either love them or hate them. Right. Whoa. Please tell us your stance. We all know that I am not a big fan. I we can go we can go further but we can go to she strongly dislike I strongly dislike and, and it, made her watch this movie I'm a mean you guys friend. no mean no friend. it's okay because guess what mm. I fast forwarded through every single song <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> that except makes me the first so one I know oh, I just I couldn't so sad. I'm so sorry they were all like five minutes each and just so uh, my heart hurts friends uh, my heart hurts okay. Real bad. okay anyways <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to read a little synopsis just so that you can get a little, a feel for what this movie is about. Number one, because I, I assume that maybe you have not seen it. And number two, after we talk about it, I'm going to assume you're probably not going to see it. Um, or, or maybe you will. I don't know. Um, okay. So here we go. Um, Adam Pontipe, which is played by Howard Keel is the eldest of seven brothers. He goes to town <laughs> to trade for supplies and to get a wife. When ooh, oh, La man. told me about this movie, that's exactly <laughs> the first thing she said. And I was just thinking, okay, yeah. uh-huh. let's, we're going there. We're, we're going, going there. there. Um, he convinces Millie, who is played by Jane Powell, to marry him that same day and they return to his backwoods home. Only then does she discover he lives with six uncouth brothers. And when I say uncouth, that's putting it nicely. They're yeah. a bunch of just like, oh, dirty people. Mm-hmm. They just are, yeah, they're, they are they need some help. Um, on a trip to a barn raising social in town, Adam's six brothers fall in love with six sought after young girls. After his brothers return lovesick, Adam comes up with the plan – to get this (laughs) kidnap the girls to be the brothers brides what a great plan that's how you get people to fall in love with you just kidnap them it's Um, fine (laughs) it's fine it's all fine um modeling the scheme on the story of the romans kidnapping of the sabine women the brothers go into town and kidnap their sweethearts, making such a ruckus that they cause an avalanche, trapping the girls at the Pontipe farm all winter. Darn. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. The girls and Millie are furious <laughs> with Adam and his brothers and force them to sleep in the barn. Adam can't understand why. I mean, what's to understand? You know, kidnapping. Hmm. Um... Adam can't understand why and goes to a hunting cabin to wait out the winter by himself. He's sulking. (laughs) Millie tells the girls that she's pregnant, and over the course of the winter, the brothers gradually fall back into favor with the girls. Gideon, one of the brothers, goes to Adam's cabin to ask him to come back, and Adam realizes how poorly he treated the girls when he meets his own baby daughter. Took a lot for him to realize that, but okay um after after the mountain pass clears the girls fathers make their way up to the cabin to rescue the girls who now have no intention of leaving their Pontipe bows stop it i know <laughs> <laughs> bows i know they're bows oh it's so perfect um the movie concludes with a literal shotgun multiple wedding for the six brothers and their brides. Woo! Isn't that a movie you wanna see? It's just, <laughs> it's got all I want. <laughs> oh, you guys. <sighs> I just, this synopsis is incredibly accurate and wow. It's just wow. <laughs> so tell us the childhood story of like why you love it and if you remember the yeah. first time you watched it, that sort yeah. of thing. Okay, so um, I. My grandmother really loves older movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, like movies from she she like let us watch some movies that were older. Like I I grew up watching like Old Yeller and Where the Red Fern Grows and you know, just older movies. And um I, I love them. And I also really love musicals, and so did my grandma. And so I remember her telling me about this movie, and um it was made in 1954, so this movie is very old. And musicals were all the rage back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this movie... I would have hated yes, movies back you w- then. She should not have lived back then. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I would have not joined you on a podcast no, in the 50s. Sorry. No, because it just would have been all musicals and, and Lo would have been miserable. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so she introduced me to this movie and it's basically just one like inappropriate love story you know i mean like we'll talk about it obviously you heard that they just like kidnap these women they're just like they're really sad but i'm convinced that they're not really it's they're basically gonna love me. <laughs> like everyone has stockholm syndrome yes. all the women yeah that's basically that's all yeah. you need to know but growing up i just saw like seven love stories and a bunch of beautiful singing and i just thought it was hilarious and wonderful um, and so, yes, I just remember watching this with my, with my grandma over and over again. I loved it. And um, obviously she, I mean, this was, this came out when, you know, during her, her time. And so she, she loved this movie. She didn't see a problem with it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I watched it a ton and then I have the movie And I have just always said, oh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. You know, I've watched it a million times. I know every word. And then I want to say it was, maybe it was like at the beginning of our movie club that I went back and watched it because I was like, oh, this, I say this is one of my favorite movies, but I haven't actually watched it in a while. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Women, the feminist movement. And just women's rights in general have just really come a long way. They have. (laughs) And so this movie does not age well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If anyone complains today that, you know, it's – I mean, it's still bad in a lot of ways. I get that. But like watch this movie. Yeah. And oh yes. You'll you'll feel better. You'll see like oh hmm, we've mm. come pretty far. So glad that's not my life. Yes. So um so yes I just remember watching it with my grandma. So I have some fond movies. I mean it's not fun movies. <laughs> fond memories of watching this with my grandma. Yeah. And we loved it. And just a little trivia slash movie info. Um, like I said, it was made in 1954. It was a musical. Um, this was not. Like a crappy movie. This movie was nominated for five Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Screenplay. So this is this isn't one of those movies that was just made and everyone's like, oh, it's really bad. No, this was like the movie at the time in the '50s. Um, it is directed by Stanley Donen, who also directed Singing in the Rain, which I'm sure you have heard of. Um, and it is on the 1001 Movies to See Before You Die list still. So still, me, and I've I'd never heard of this movie before. Law had mentioned it. Yes, so I am glad. Still I, on the list. I can check one of those one thousand and one movies <laughs> off <can>. my list. <laughs> you totally can. Mm-hmm. Never to be seen by Lowe again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then interestingly, which in the synopsis, like I just read, um, this <laughs> this uh, musical is actually based on um, Plutarch's um, Life of Romulus. Um, which is a Roman myth, about the kidnapping of the Sabine women. <laughs> so, and when I say kidnapping, it's actually in Plu- in the book, it's called The Rape of the Sabine Women. So I'm not sure why anyone thought to themselves, ooh, let's make a musical about people who steal <laughs> other women. Um, I have no idea. Um, but then just to also give some like historical context um women couldn't even vote until the 1920s so this is only just a, f- a few years after women could even vote at and all. this movie was based in what the 1800s oh yes it was based in the 1800s so like women's yes. rights were not a thing right not a thing um yes like when this movie was based i don't even think women were could own property yeah so yes but in in the actual time that it was made. Yes, women couldn't vote until the 1920s. And so this is just only, a, you know, a couple decades after that. And like the Equal Pay Act, which prohibited like discrimination of pay based on gender, wasn't even passed until 1963. Wow. So that's just like, that's a, like, that's a basically little, 10 years I, after yeah, this crazy. Is, So that's 10 years after this movie came out. So basically when this movie came out, like people thought it was totally fine to just pay women less than men. It was, that was totally acceptable thing to do. So just a little insight into the movie to know, like, you know, they weren't just a bunch of a-holes. I mean, I, granted, yes, I think we have come a long way. Um, we still got a lot of work to do. And yes, I, I I disagree with the way that they treat the women in this film. But just to give you some context, maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. That is my fave movie. And now I'm going to turn it over to Lo because I want to <laughs> hear her thoughts. I think I already know them and they're really going to just break my heart into, break my heart into pieces. <laughs> um, but let's hear it, Lo. Give it to me. Shoot me straight. I am going to mend your heart and put it back together <laughs> Thank you. because I weirdly liked it. Oh my <laughs> I'm so oh, oh my I'm so happy. I'm so, this is a good day. So, okay. I thought it was really enjoyable. Like it was super it's it, just so fun. You know, the message of course and uh, like we've been saying we, you know, we'll talk more about that. I was not a fan <laughs> of how they treated women yes. and you know, how women had basically no voice. Yes. But for a movie, you know, it's really fun. Yeah. And there's lots of dancing, which I, I do love <laughs> dancing. Yeah. I, I rather see dancing than singing. Yes. For some and weird reason. And the good reason. thing about this one is it's not just musical. Right. Like they talk too. Yeah. Talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I, I liked it. And so, I mean, it was just it was just cute. Like I can yeah. see why you liked it as a as a little girl. Yeah, you know, and why you'd have fun memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that the acting that they did back in the day was just, you know, it wasn't very serious. Even yeah. when serious things were happening, and if an actor was crying, it was still just all light hearted. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just it was fun. It was entertaining, and. You know the colors, the setting. <laughs> the The colors are really bright. The setting is like in the mountains, it's always sunshiny, mm-hmm. and they're you know on a farm. Um, the main actress, uh, Jane Powell, she's mm-hmm. really cute. Oh, I know. And yeah, and all the brothers, like it's so fun because yeah, there's a lot of gymnastics and dancing yeah, again, I love that. and like I really just love that. So I, I mean, if I had to rate it, I guess on like an entertainment scale. I would give it like a nine. Oh my god! I know high praise. This is high praise. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. I'm truly happy. Um, but let's see. I again, I was not a fan, especially the main character. He sucks. Like oh my god. he sucks, Adam. Adam. He's sucks. just the worst. So in the Ugh. opening scene. He's in the town and he, you know, is singing this song about trying to find a woman basically. Bless your beautiful <laughs> hide. <laughs> he's got this really deep is it verado? voice? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, Whatever the deep one is. I could least, Baritone. No. Baritone? Whatever. I don't know. Bass. Bass. That's bass. it. Bass. <laughs> but his voice is so deep and he's such a big guy. And he's just walking around, like strutting around town. Oh, yes. And he's looking women up and down. Yes. Blatantly. <laughs> he's not hiding the fact what he' looking for. Yeah. No, I wrote a quote. Um, He says, <laughs> like, he meets this woman and, and yeah, she says, like, you're all pretty and fresh and young. Mm-hmm. I'll keep you in mind. <laughs> but I ain't decided nothing until I look them all over. <laughs> oh, I wrote that. I said, till I look them all over. <laughs> and then there's another line. I put pretty trim, kind of slim. Yes. Uh, heavenly eyes, but oh, that side. Yes. Like he's talking about just yes. different women are walking by him, and he's just saying this out loud. Yes. And I mean, oh, it was just so bad. What an A-hole. I know. I love how I gave this movie a nine, and I'm just shitting all over it now. No, I think it's okay <laughs> to totally dislike a character because if you want to talk about Gideon, oh. I only want to say fun things about Gideon because he—I was obsessed with him. Who? I really wanted to be his friend. Which He's one is the he? youngest oh, brother. He's such a the cutie. The one who does all the gymnastics. Yes. Oh, my, oh man. But no, I am a hundred percent with you that Adam is just mm. a big jerk. He's the worst. And I, I, okay, another quote I said was. IRL, in real life, so many red flags, (laughs) he's a serial killer. He is, yes. Yeah. Also, just a jerk. Like, I have another quote. He says, to Millie, or no, to one of his brothers, but Millie is overhearing it, his wife. Mm -hmm. He says, well, one woman's pretty much like the next. Yep. I'm just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. I know. So, I kind of hated him. Yo, I'm with you. Yeah. And uh, the main character, Millie, Mm -hmm. again, she's – it's so funny because – I don't, I don't know how, how this happened and how they did this, but like she, you know, is on one hand, she's a tough woman. Yes. She stands up for herself in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and she won't, she doesn't take shit from a lot of the guys. Yeah, She works for a while, like at a bar basically. Mm -hmm. And, but then on the other hand, she falls in love with this guy at, she barely looks at him and she's like, I'm, a, I'm in love with him. Yes. And it's very weird. And she goes off to live in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And then she like she figures out what his plan was the whole time. Eventually, she figures out that he just wanted a basically a cleaning lady yes. a, and a cook. Mm-hmm. And so For not all as, his brothers. Right. And himself. Right. He didn't want it, f- want anything to do with love, really. So she figures that out. But she stays yeah. and she keeps doing <laughs> Things She keeps doing all those things. And so it was very confusing about I, – I was like, is she a strong, independent woman or is she not? What's going on here? And, you know, she's trying to do a good deed by straightening all these six brothers up and, like, cleaning them up and making them good men. Yeah. But it was just confusing, you also, know? Also, she – like, she never – Makes him apologize, and he never apologizes. Right. So the first time when she comes to the house and she figures out that he basically just wanted a cook and a washerwoman uh-huh. for all for him and his six brothers, like, she gets mad, you know, which, you know, way to stand up for yourself. But then when, she, you know, so she goes up to her room. Or whatever. And Adam comes up there and he thinks he's going to get some because Mm -hmm. he's an idiot. Um, And then, you know, she's mad at him when he walks in. And then he doesn't want to lose face um, when they fight. And so he goes to sleep in a tree, like out the window. Right. He, He like climbs into a tree. And then she's like, well, Adam... It'd it just be crazy for you to sleep in a tree. I, I wrote down at some point, he's a master manipulator. Yes. Because he just like makes it look so uncomfortable. He's in this tree right outside the bedroom window. Yeah. And talks all about how uncomfortable it is. And then to the point where, yeah, she's like, she feels bad and she says, oh, no, I guess you can come back in. Yeah. and But he never says he's sorry. Right. Like he never even says like, I, I probably shouldn't have done that. No, he just says like... Yeah, it is a little uncomfortable out here. And I I just, I I wouldn't want to lose face. Right. And you're just like, oh my gosh, you idiot. Oh, it's the worst. Made me so mad. (sighs) And then the fact that he goes off, like when, once they steal (laughs) uh, (laughs) the girls um you know he's the it's his idea for his brothers to go and he tells the brothers like they're all lovesick and they want to be with these girls Mm -hmm. and he's like well let's just go steal them and they're like um okay if you're you're the brother okay right and um you know they they don't know anything and so yeah he takes them and they kidnap all the women or whatever and when they get back and millie's mad then he just storms off and goes off to that hunting cabin for the entire time that she's pregnant. He Wh- doesn't even know. Which is like probably months. I think this oh, was I mean, set in Oregon, right? It's, I mean, it's like eight months. Yeah. And. Oh, yeah. Because she has the baby. She well, has the baby. First off, she's pregnant. I know. Like they have this horrible relationship. I mean, again, it's this. It's the movie's cute, you know. Yes. So they. Yes. It's not like nowadays where they show them fighting. And <laughs> no. it's I mean, it's really cute. But um, so you don't even know that they are on good terms really it's it's just like surprise i'm pregnant right and i was thinking oh no they've like they've when did you guys the do deed? this <laughs> when did you guys do this deed exactly <laughs> because he's in he's a big a-hole oh i know and, uh, and you just sort of forgave him <laughs> so on that hand I was really confused on about her character yes and it made me mad because I just kept thinking of old memories when I was like in high school and college and I was so manipulated by yes you know boyfriends and not boyfriends um just to to do things or to do what they wanted Mm -hmm. and it made me mad yes so yeah yeah and I think um you know I, I I I know that At the end of the movie, they realize that they were wrong. Right. Even Adam realizes when he sees his baby daughter, like, how would I feel if someone came and took my daughter because they thought they knew what was best for her? You know, I know that they and even the the men to say, like, you know, we need to take you back to your families um, because what we did was wrong even though the women are like, no, I want to stay with you. Sockham syndrome, I know, Stockholm, I'm telling you. Red flags. <laughs> but, um, you know, I so I know that they realized that they were wrong, um, but still, like, she forgives Adam so easily. And I think it just, as much as I love this movie, I don't know that I would say, like, everyone should see it <laughs> because it really perpetuates the stereotype that women are fickle. Yeah. And that they don't they don't know what they mean or they don't say what they mean and they like can't be trusted to make Mm -hmm. decisions for themselves. Um, Because yeah, I mean, I mean just because it worked out for them in the end doesn't mean that what they did was right. I don't ever, I never think the end justifies the means. Right. Um, And especially in this one. Yeah. I mean, really what probably would have happened is that these women were literally trapped up here and no way are they falling in love with these men And so finally, by the time that these men realize the mistake that they have made, they have just trapped these women for months. (laughs) I mean, in reality... Like they probably would have been sexually assaulted. A hundred percent. Yeah, and just it would have been a huge disaster. Also, yes, let's talk about that part of it. Yet yeah, the the only reason why they don't force them to marry them is because they forget the the parsons. They forget the pastor. Oh yeah. Like once they once they you know. Um, they, they ca- ha- capture the girls. They take them back in a wagon. They're literally screaming the entire way. And the boys are just laughing like, ho, ho, ho. And they're like covering their mouths, yeah, covering trying their to mouths. keep them quiet. Yes. And then they, you know, once they pass through, they go through the pass. They let their, they like take their hands off their mouths. So these women are literally screaming for help scary and then an avalanche happens which is what they wanted and so it snows them in for the winter and then they get out there they get up to the house the homestead and they say like oh no we forgot the parsons meaning that they were just gonna steal the parsons and make him marry them all yeah and so i'm like that's just a happy accident that you forgot the Parsons. <laughs> no, because I'm otherwise... my nine rating. <laughs> I know. <laughs> more we talk about it. I mean, no. no, I I still think it has that rating for me, just because the the, the whole reason for right. the name of this podcast, like, it is politically incorrect, but it's just nostalgia, right? You know, like I this this movie has fond memories for me, and as an adult who realizes that women can be trusted with their own thoughts and can make decisions about their lives, and that you don't know, need I don't need a man to like mansplain life. To me, um, you know, I can like f- filter through all of that and just say like, "Oh, it's a cute movie." Outside of the fact that they freaking kidnap these women <laughs> right. and you know kind of force them to fall in love with them and then marry them. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know that I would ever say like, hello, my children, you should watch this movie because (laughs) then I'm like, who knows what they would get from this? Oh, I know. Yeah. Women are, they're fickle. They don't know what they want. You know, like sometimes you just decide for them and then they realize it's the right thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Mm, no. Just make them do what you want. It's fine. They'll come around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, even Adam, I, I know that he... He realizes that he was wrong but yeah i mean he he basically manipulated millie into marrying him like yeah. i was so wrong mm-hmm. um you know and she gets there and she just realizes like oh all you wanted she says something like all you wanted was a washer woman and i'll do that but i'm not going to sleep alongside you mm-hmm. if we do i mean and then but then she does i know she does they have a freaking baby together they have, fr- they have a baby together so yeah i'm like I love this movie so much. You're so right. I, I give it a high rating as well just because of the childhood memories it mm-hmm. has for me. But, yeah, the actual – met the underlying messages that I think a lot of movies – like that that really what's, is what, you know, gets into us when we're kids, you know, that women can't be trusted. Uh, or, yeah. You know? Well, I, I keep – um I had this conversation with my husband, Bryant, like a month or two ago where I was thinking through – Even just old cartoons, like Disney cartoons I had seen. And, you know, you watch them now and they're still so fun. But the underlying message in a lot of them is, uh, you know, the princess theme of these women need a rescuer. And here's this prince. And like once, you know, they're married, it's this fairy tale. You're happy. That's all you need. That's Mm -hmm. what you need. And you'll be complete. And, you know, as a child and through high school, I never thought about that. No one did. We all loved those movies. And thinking about them now, I was just talking to my husband again and I was like, I, I wonder how much uh, those movies actually did affect me through my life. Because like yes, I said earlier, same. I, you know, have – I mean, I won't go into it at this point, but <laughs> <laughs> my story involves a lot of just – um I dated "quote unquote" a lot, and, I, uh, you know, was manipulated again um, by lots of boys and, into doing things, you know, that I didn't want to, and, yeah. um, and and I just wanted love. I just wanted to be loved. I didn't want to be alone. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it's basically that that message that I needed a rescuer, and this man or this boy is going to make it all okay, make me happy. So we just talked through that and it was a really interesting conversation and I think it did, you know, impact my life, whether I knew it or not. Yeah. And I think some of those ideas do still exist. Yeah. Like those, like just, I mean, obviously not as overt as literally kidnapping someone and then being like, (laughs) oopsie, you want to love me? Okay, let's get married. (laughs) Um, you know, so that this one was obviously very overt, but I'm just like it does still exist in those, you know, kind of princess movies, and mm-hmm. I think about a movie like Brave, you know, where like she doesn't end up with a prince; she is just this very unconventional, you know, woman, and I th- a lot of people had a problem with Brave because of because it it strayed so far from that, yeah, um, and a, a portrayed a, a really different kind of woman. Um, a woman who could stand on her own, who didn't mm-hmm. need a love story. And not to say that a woman doesn't need that, um I always thought it was so interesting when people told me like, when you're happy with being single, then, then you'll find love. And I'm like, that never really happened. Like I, you know, I mean, granted I, I needed to, to learn how to be okay with myself. Like I needed to love who I was, but I can, I don't know that there was ever a point where I said like, I'm totes cool being single. You know, I, I always knew that I wanted to be in a relationship and um, that kind of thing. But I, I just, I think it went deeper than. That it was, you know, those, those messages that we hear when we're young about how, you know, the, the man makes all the decisions for you, or, you know, like, um, I, I don't know, like, I, I think that really just seeps into us. And there are things that I go back and, and watch them now. And I'm like, Oh, how did I not see that that was really terrible? Um, I I don't know if we've talked about this, but didn't I tell you when I rewatched Bring It On recently? Oh, we've definitely talked about this. Yes. But I didn't, I didn't on the podcast, right? No. Okay. Okay. So this is new, but, um i you know on this in this same vein i recently i re- i have such fond memories of bring it on like i remember watching oh it yeah with my i was a cheerleader and we so were all I, about that yes oh, that's right I was. look at us guys yes, i know <laughs> and i i remember watching this with the girls and oh man we loved i mean it's kirsten we nuts. loved we and, laughed yeah. about it it wasn't ever like oh my gosh yeah but now i recently it was on netflix and i recently went back and watched it. i mean this was like maybe a year ago or so and i just was like oh my gosh so many people get sexually assaulted yeah. in this movie like yeah. it is horrible there are like the male cheerleader what's his name jan yeah um he's a male cheerleader and at one point he's like putting a girl up in a stunt where it's like a, just a two-person stunt so he he lifts the girl up like by her bum and and pushes her up um, but like he sticks his finger up there Ugh. and and then she's just like ha 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 Jan you're so silly and I'm just like assault <laughs> like whoa I'm very fascinated you know? with uh, you know throughout history how things like that have changed in yes. culture mm-hmm. and I, I mean I'm so happy that things are changing for the better and we can recognize that in movies now mm-hmm. because again you know like we just said, we were both cheerle- cheerleaders, and we just thought that movie was so fun. It yeah. was it was yeah. like our anthem. No harm, you know, right? Like, and it was just fun. Yeah, and uh, so to see that, and we laughed at it, mm-hmm. and I, you know, it just again, like like law or like law was saying, it just seeps into your everyday, and you don't even know it. It's so insidious, and. Yeah. I'm just so happy that things have changed, and I just get sad sometimes that for me it changed a little too late. <laughs> yeah, I totally, a hundred percent agree. You know, like I, I mean, because you know, there are so many movies and things. I mean, even in my own real life, like, um, uh, you know, being touched inappropriately, mm-hmm. just in. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not downplaying it, but I just mean like, um, you know, like you're out to dinner and you know this and someone touches you inappropriately or someone hits on you when you have clearly told them that you don't want them to or Mm -hmm. you know someone touches your body without your consent basically um and we used to i think often think like that's just part of life like that's just how it goes you know um but like that is so not true that was assault like that should not have happened and that was not acceptable and, um, you know, like I, I think we're realizing now like that, that was, but we used to laugh that stuff off Yeah. You know, like, Oh, you know, I told you no, you know, like that, that, you know, and now we're seeing like how damaging that those things can be Yeah. and how it really makes us as women feel like, um, we have to share our bodies somehow or yeah. like that we don't have control over our own body, um, or that, you know, it's somehow okay, um, if if somebody touches us without our consent or things yeah. like that, uh, even in this movie, literally they steal them as in <laughs> their whole blanket, body, their whole body. They put a blanket over their head, toss them over their shoulder while they're screaming, put them in the back of like a little, you know, trail thing, uh, like trailers, a, wagon. a wagon thing and literally hold their you know, hands over their mouth so that they don't scream and wake up the whole town. And then when they want them to scream to make the avalanche happen, they take their hands away. And then these women literally are screaming while the men are laughing. And I, I just remember I, I I rewatched it for this episode and I just was like, Oh, that hurts me. You know, like as much as I love this movie, I really do. This movie has such fond memories for me, but man, that, that, that really got me. I was like, yeah. If I were to pause the movie at that moment, it was like the women were crying with their mouths open, like sad, like, oh, my gosh, help me. ah, And the men are laughing. So also like just like uproarious laughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, what a picture that was that these men genuinely thought to themselves, we know better. Like we we know we can make them happy. They don't know what they want. You know, and I that that seeps into us somehow. I know. You know, and not only that, but just like thinking that the the thought pattern of women were made for my yeah, yeah enjoyment and my pleasure and right. everything that I want them to do, they're my little slave. You know, <laughs> yeah. yes. just it's just really sad, mm-hmm. and it, I mean, it still happens today. Of where, I mean. Just more subtle, maybe. Subtle, yes, for sure. And like you said, overt of, you know, there's porn. Um, oh, sure, yeah. All, you know, things like that of just these women aren't really people. That's yeah. the message yeah. that we get is they're just here for us to look at and enjoy mm-hmm. yeah. and take what we want. So it, it makes me really sad. And again, I just am so sad that I didn't, you know, hear I about this When I was younger. And again, culture was so different even 15, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. But I'm just glad times are changing. Yeah, I totally agree. So... Yeah, I think both of us have had instances in our past where we felt like even if we did say something, no one would care. Right. You know, like that our voice didn't matter. I still struggle with that. Yeah, me too. And even with this podcast, I just, it's scary <laughs> yeah, to, it to, is. Put voice to put my voice out there and to feel like, you know, it could help or, you know, it matters. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, sometimes I do feel like, oh my, like this is just stupid. Like no one cares. I don't have anything good to say. And, yeah, that's um, that's a lie. Yeah, that's not true. Totally. Even though this is just, you know, this is fun for us. We, You know, that's the reason we're doing it. Yeah. But we also want to talk about really important things like this. So Yeah. Um, I think our voice does matter. Your voice matters, my friend. <gasps> Same with yours. <laughs> I'm so glad to be doing this with you. I know. And so know. maybe these movies can just serve as a training tool. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. Because <gasps> mine is not much better. Yeah. Well, I did write down, though, like, I don't regret that I – like this movie. Like this movie will remain yeah. on my top movies. Yeah. But I think it it ha- it has more layers yeah. now than it used to. You know, like used to, it was just like, oh, I have all these childhood memories and it was so fun. And now I'm like, oh man, this movie's a good teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, this movie really helps me to 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 take stock in my own life and be like, am I am I standing up for myself? Yeah. Am I saying, you know, am I am I um, in control of my own body? Am I, you know, um. Yeah, I, I think that there are, there are so many things that we can learn from a movie like this. Yeah. Um, and even I thought the – so Adam is just an a-hole throughout <laughs> the movie. Um, he does realize kind of the error of his ways, but I'm still like, mm, I wouldn't have married you. No. Um, but the the brothers, like they just seem so innocent. They've never even really met women before. And by the end of it, I just love like Gideon – the youngest brother is the one who goes to Adam and says, "Like, hey, you're an oh idiot. yeah." He stands up to Adam. Yeah, he stands up to him and says, "Like, hey, like what we did was wrong, and I like you need to come back because you have a daughter and like think about your own daughter and what we did to these women, you know." Like he realizes, and I think that that is such a an am- amazing picture of what can happen in our world now, like when we when I talk about this with my husband, you know, he'll say like, Oh, okay. I see. I understand, you know, like it, it takes conversations just like we were talking about with, um, we've, we've talked about a couple of times with, um, you know, like all this going on culturally in our world. Like, um, you know, um, when we're talking about racial injustice in our world, like we have to take the time to learn and, Learn from history, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and and really take the time to learn from it. And so, yeah, this movie, I, I'm not going to take it off my list because number one, it is. Nor fun. should you. But it also, I'm like, you know, like we can learn from this movie. Yeah, and I think even in the movie, the younger boys do learn. Granted, I'm like mm, Millie, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know if you should be with Adam because he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um, but like you know, the the brothers do realize, like, hey, we did a really terrible thing here. We completely nullified their voices. Um and just did what we wanted. Um and we need to take them back, you know. Um yeah. So, I don't know. So, it is still on my list, my friends. However, if you want to watch Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, watch with a critical eye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep but it is a fun time it is a fun time Ugh, you can't be dancing dancing you can do without the singing yes yeah <laughs> but the dancing's great i love it love and the voices are like very um vibrato like, yeah oh. oh yeah <laughs> you know like I, that vibrato is just hilarious yeah um, another thing i wrote down is that there is absolutely zero diversity in this movie oh i noticed a hundred percent no diversity It's all white people yeah um, so yeah, I think that was I was I remember watching it as a kid and just loving it, being like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. it's so great. And then I watched it, you know, a couple of days ago, and I was just like, what? Like, what? Where are all the other people in the world? Yeah, <laughs> like, why are there only white people on here? Yeah. So yes, I do have to I do have to put that caveat that there is zero diversity in this movie which i super hate and, yeah. and watching it this time through i can just see like oh man my my thought patterns have have changed because i was literally like what what kind of world is it where it's just like just white people everywhere you right look? like what oh <laughs> such pasty white people know, just a bunch of just a bunch of white people mm-hmm. and literally no one else yep so anyway but yeah i thought i'd throw that in there but yeah okay that's all for my seven brides or Seven Brothers. I'm I'm sure you're just dying to go and rent this 1954 We musical. really talked it up for you. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. So, okay, lo, my time is done and tell us what movie we're watching for you. All right, we are going to be watching Goldie Hahn <laughs> and Kurt Russell in Overboard. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Jim dented to the rescue. Yes, yes. Wait, when was this made? Right, 1987, 1987. the year I was born. Okay, so it was meant to be. So Overboard, and I must say, I had never seen this movie before. Uh-huh. I knew that it was on Lowe's um, top list, and I had never seen it before, which was why that was the original, originally the reason why we did this, is because she had never seen Seven Bryce or Seven Brothers. Right. I had never seen Overboard, and they were both like big time movies from our childhood and kind of older movies. Yeah. And so we were like, yeah, we should do a little Room. Yep. So Overboard is Lowe's movie, mm-hmm. um, and we thought we'd include another little trailer just to give you just a little quick little uh intro into what this movie is uh is all about so, so enjoy please enjoy somebody call for a carpenter that's my wife's department mrs grant Staten the third grant i'm on the phone always knew what she wanted i'm not paying for your mistake and she always got it you haven't got a single thing on this earth to do except for your hair she had power Taste. What is this gelatinous muck? Style. Are you going to bring me my lemon or do I have to squeeze it from my hat? And... (laughs) Amnesia. Seems a mystery woman was picked up by the Elk Cove Garbage Cow shortly after midnight. Excuse me, Miss. Can you tell me your name? Of course I know my names. missing link person is not my husband welcome home baby Whoa, hey, look who's old. okay rewinders how did you feel about that trailer very 80s right now you know where the jim dandy comes <laughs> <I know>. from <laughs> it's a it's one oh, of I the songs in the movie it's good go jim dandy go i'm oh, like oh, my mom always sings it anyways we'll get into it <laughs> I just love it. It w- That was the most 80s trailer ever. Oh. Like, whatever that guy's voice is, he did every 80s trailer ever. Oh, for real. That, like, a girl <laughs> falls in love with a boy. Yeah. The, whatever that voice that guy's voice is, whoever he is, he right. did everything. It's in kind the of 80s. menacing if it weren't for the fun music in the, <laughs> the background. The fact that it's like a, you know, I don't know. Is it a rom com? Do you think so? Yeah, this good? is totally a rom com. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so oh it's me, Lo. I'm going to read you a quick little synopsis <laughs> so you can get an idea of um uh, more of what this movie's about. <laughs> so, married couple, Joanna and Grant Staten the Third are an extremely wealthy couple. Oh, pretentious couple. Yeah, pretentious. They're real pretentious. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who reside aboard their yacht and live off of Joanna's family's money. She's a vain woman who treats others poorly and thinks nothing about doing whatever she needs to get what she wants. (laughs) So when their yacht is moored in Elk Cove, Oregon, and she hires local carpenter Dean Prophet to do some work, she has no qualms with stiffing him the $600 for the job when it doesn't meet the standards she wanted, despite not specifying her wishes beforehand. When the Statons sail out of a co- out of Elk Cove, Joanna falls overboard on a rocky night, resulting in an injury which causes temporary amnesia. Her husband, Grant, sees this accident as his opportunity to ditch her. Ugh, lamo. When news of a Jane Doe, joanna hits the local news and the carpenter dean sees that the person he knows as grant denies knowing her he also sees an opportunity he will claim to be her husband and make her his housemaid oh god which includes her taking care of his four rambunctious sons for a month which he considers the equivalent of what she owes him Annie, what they end up calling her, struggles. But as time goes on, Dean has second second thoughts about what he's doing because he is falling in love. And it seems like she's doing vice versa. With (laughs) Joanna's pretentious mother looking for her and the possibility of Joanna regaining her memory, can their love overcome the obstacles? I don't know. Can they? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this movie. Oh, I love it very similar you know in a way to yours (laughs) i just love the the theme yep (laughs) so so lo Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about like what's your history with this movie why do you love it so much why is it on your list any childhood memories associated with it yeah so (laughs) similar similarly to you la i watched it growing up with my mom and it was always on like TV TBS I think mm. it was just always on so any chance it was on we would watch it yeah I don't remember the first time I ever saw it but I, it just feels like it's always always kind of been there and uh this was one of like the the things that my mom and I kind of shared and bonded over yeah and it, it she just would laugh and that would make me really happy um and so yeah we just watched it together a lot laughed at it and just kind of fell in love with it yeah so love that yeah and i mean all the same reasons why i love it because mm-hmm. of your movie you know it's yeah. just the music's fun i mean this isn't a musical but it it's got fun it's music got great music yes yeah. it does. you're right and i love goldie hahn oh. and kurt russell mm-hmm. they so have true. the best chemistry because they've been together since before this movie, I okay, mean, that was a question I wanted to ask you. Like, yeah, were they they didn't meet on this movie, no, right? No, no, they no, they were already together. Yes, they had okay. uh, I read about that. So, they had kids before they were married before that they were together, you know, with different people, and they had kids with different people, right? But I read that they so they had one son and they brought him on set with them to this okay. movie, yeah. So they, I don't know how long they had been together before, oh. but I mean, and they've been together since. So I'm 33. So that's at least they've been together for over 30 years. Yeah. So oh. it's amazing. And you can just tell in this movie, they they argue really well, they fight really well, oh, and they love, love really well. It's so good. They do. So it's just so fun. And Kurt Russell, he's so dreamy. <gasps> okay, wait, look. Wait, what? wait, wait, wait. Okay, what? okay. What? can I just say, for some Odd reason. The fashion at the time was for him to wear that belt over the loops. Like he does oh, yeah. he does not loop them in the loops. Well, because it's a tool belt, right? No, no. No. Oh, no, there's no tools attached to it. Oh. It's a belt. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'll have like, to go well, watch it. I, I literally rewound it because <laughs> please be kind, rewind. Uh, no. Because I was like, what is happening with his belt? <laughs> It's just a leather belt. But it is – he wears it with everything, first of all. So he wears it with jeans. Mm-hmm. No loops. No loops. Um, he wears it with overalls. Doesn't oh. put it through the overall loops mm-hmm. either. So I don't know. I just oh, – for some reason, I just wrote like, what what's going on with your belt, dude? Oh, I love I don't it. don't know. So anyway, yes. The fashion. Love the 80s fashion. Oh, Continue. my gosh. I just and, had to throw that in. Oh, no. You're good. And Goldie Hawn's oh, fashion. Oh, my gosh. So when she the is – The sunglasses. Oh, I know. When she – before she – um loses her memory and Mm -hmm. she's still joanna (laughs) she has these fabulous 80s outfits she has this one bathing suit it's like this red Uh bathing suit and it's like a thong in the back (laughs) and she's got her hair like pulled up real tight with Mm -hmm. like this huge i don't know flower in her hair (laughs) and these big old like glittery sunglasses it's it's amazing, real over the top. That's one of the so tattoos good. I want to get. Is her oh, just love it. with the sunglasses and oh, she has, she smokes, but she has one of those cigarette oh. holders, the Cruella Deville style. Yes, yes. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> uh. oh, I So anyways, I just love everything about this movie. Oh my gosh. I really, yes, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's just something to be said about movies from when you were young. You just carry them with you a little bit. Yeah. And if you have like positive memories associated with them and you were watching them with someone and laughing together, it's just, it's just so fun. So, yeah. uh, but again, you know, we didn't really see anything necessarily wrong. We just had some good laughs at it. Plus it, I mean, they make it funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, of course. Yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So, um, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are still together. They're still together. I know. Hollywood you guys. And they are still just going strong. I know. And I follow (laughs) Kate Hudson on Instagram because Uh she's real cute and she's a cute little fam and she's, you know, fabletics, whatever. Right. But she always has like Goldie and Kurt on there (gasps) and they're just a, adorable and they've been in more movies together i i think maybe two but i don't remember what they are and i've never seen them yeah but they just have the greatest chemistry of all time yeah you can it's it's palpable the chemistry that they have you're just like oh i feel that you just if they hadn't been together you would just be thinking why aren't they together yes yes um and this movie was made when 1987 Mm -hmm. okay 1987 all yep. I right. almost said day of my birth. No. <laughs> <laughs> the year of the my birth. Year, the year of Lowe's birth. I don't really know any more trivia. Uh, I mean, there's fun. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you can check IMDb for that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah. I don't know who the director is. I didn't look up any of that stuff. Nobody but, like super notable, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Mm. I know who it is. Who? Gary Marshall oh that's right I did write this on my notes I wrote heart Gary Marshall that's right I did read this (laughs) he said this was one of his favorites that he did what else did he do Um, pretty much any just love story out there he you know from the you know 80s early 90s was Gary Marshall
1: we'll have to look it up yeah he's get back to you wonderful we should do like
0: an episode just about um, interesting our favorite directors yes he's definitely one of mine because he's all about the rom-coms oh fun yeah Gary Marshall way to go yeah yeah uh law what did you think
1: Prepare love it yourself. love it
0: or hate it prepare yourself okay i loved it <gasps> oh i loved it yes okay and so I, I, yes we will talk about all the reasons it's problematic <laughs> right. same as seven brides like there are plenty of reasons you guys but i have to say overall i was like chuckling out loud it's I funny loved it. i i still lol and bryant okay bryant watched it for the first time ever last year with me and he was going huh, 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 yes huh. it's funny and I was so happy it made me so yes. happy and I mean granted I I do also have to caveat that with there were times like when he's kind of torturing her yeah at the beginning where I was like oh that really gets me deep down like yeah. he's being really mean oh to he her. was awful yeah but overall I do have to say that I I did love it I did yeah. love it and we'll we'll talk about the reasons it's problematic of right. course but I'm just saying overall I think I would give it a nine as well <gasps> like it's not like you know a ten on my top faves list yeah similar but I mean I would totally watch it again it was oh, great I loved oh, it I'm so happy I and I I really love that um Edward Herman was in it he plays her husband.
1: Her, oh yeah um, yeah, yeah. What, what
0: is his name again? grant grant yes he plays grant yeah <laughs> he plays the husband i mean granted he's like a, a real a-hole oh yeah maybe. but um i I mean yeah he i love him from gilmore girls of course and so <gasps> that's right the dad. In oh gilmore my gosh girls, yes. like the, the grandfather. yeah that's okay i knew i knew him from somewhere it's him oh i love yes. that and i yeah i just i i do love um This like '80s style, Mm -hmm. I I do love it. I do love it, and the music. I just there's like a banjo, oh yeah, like bit throughout the movie Uh that recurs. It's great, and there's something about those like '80s, early '90s movies where they would always have bands in the movie yes like they like uh, playing so, like, live playing music. live music um so like i'm thinking of um like saint elmo's fire they like go to a, a bar mm. and in the bar there's like this band you yeah. know and you're just like oh that's like a real yeah <laughs> and the, like the music they're playing you know so um but they definitely do this in this movie when yeah. they kind of go out on the town for, oh i know when they're oh, it for really her birthday? falling in love yeah yeah it's not actually a birthday but um <laughs> yeah he the... makes it up but um right yeah when they go there yeah there's like a band playing which i think is really funny I'm it's like, so such funny a, a late 80s thing to do yeah <laughs> and it's it's like bad country music it's oh yeah it's great yeah no it's great yeah um i'm so glad you love it i did i really did i had such a good time Mm -hmm. i wrote some really funny notes let's hear it um but i mean yeah i (laughs) i just wrote (laughs) at one point at the beginning when the um there he, he um uh dean prophet is you know finishes his job and he goes home and you see that he has these four rambunctious boys mm-hmm. and there is obviously a woman and she i think she's coming to talk to him about school or something mm-hmm. and they basically just torture her they like you know she comes out and she's got like toilet paper oh all over yeah her. and he says sorry they're going through an arson phase <laughs> <laughs> the four boys so yeah he has four sons oh man and it's just a hot mess it is. It is so, but they make it so funny. Yes. Oh, yes. They're great. But I also, then the very next line wrote, these poor kids. Oh, for because sure. Are you kidding me? First of all, they never really addressed the fact that their mother died. I like, know. it wasn't that they got divorced. Like, their mom died. And the youngest boy has to be seven or so, uh, maybe six even or seven. Younger. I mean, he, he looks young. So, it, it, so it, I'm like, it's not that. Like it's not an old event. Right. You know? And they never address it. They never even really talk about that he loved her or he didn't love her. They don't they don't say that that does upset you because you hate when like I mean it it sets me too, but at the same time, this movie's great. But (laughs) um yeah, they don't and they don't address like who's taking care of the kids. No. Because he's always working. Yes. And they live on basically in a small I don't even know how to describe their house. The boys all live upstairs and they have like, I mean, it's like an attic. Yeah, But yeah, no, I I didn't. I I was like these poor children. Yeah. Because he then comes home and tells them like, hey, we're going to pretend this woman's your mom. You know, (laughs) they're all in on it. And they're all in on it. And I'm just like these poor children definitely have got to be messed up a lot of cps calls would have been (laughs) made about this house and then even in the end like when she ends up leaving because she figures out Uh what he did to her and so she leaves like i'm i like the children i was like oh my gosh they did not ask for this oh those poor kids literally have been calling her mom and she has been assuming the role of their mother and then she just leaves and it's not like it they I, I don't know. right so yeah the kids oh, grow to love her yes. and she grows to love them and she really becomes a mother to them yes. and then she regains her memory and is taken back to her yacht <laughs> <laughs> and it's the saddest scene it, it really gets me oh, I and i i have cried a few times seeing it because yeah. she's in her limousine you know, pulling out of this house and then all the boys just run after her. They're oh, banging on the windows going, mom, gosh, that no, really got mom, me. It's oh, so sad. I cried. I cried yeah. When so. they were, when she was pulling away in that limo and, and all the boys were like banging on the door. And she's not, she's trying her. not to look at them because yes. she loves them and she doesn't want to oh, make it harder for anyone. So it's so sad. But yeah, so those poor children, just so many problematic things <laughs> happening. Yeah. And I mean, What kind of father just comes home and says hey kids this woman has amnesia and we're gonna trick her oh he's really the worst jeez louise i know yes that was that was (laughs) yeah um i wrote he's really effing these kids up by having them call her mom when theirs is dead (laughs) for real oh and the best part they cut out pictures so they find pictures of his wedding they find old pictures they cut out the the dead mom wife's face, yes. and put in pictures of Goldie Hawn's character to make it look like they had a wedding. It's awful. Yes. Like he's like he's trying to convince her. She, yes. she says, you know, where are all the pictures of us together? Right. And so yeah, he he kind of doctors these pictures, but oh. you can totally tell it was from his his own wedding that he cut out his dead wife and put her picture. It's so sad. <laughs> like, oh, you are just. Really taking this to the next level. I mean, it sounds like that <laughs> wife didn't really have it good, and may- so maybe she just ran away. I don't know. I mean, but they do say she died. I know, I know. So I'm just like, what happened to her? Did you love her? I know. I don't even know. It was just a real mess. And I'm, <laughs> this manipulation is horrible stealing her, making her cook and clean, yep. lying to her, kissing and touching her without consent. <laughs> like when he goes to visit her in that oh. psychiatric hospital to pick her up, uh-huh. and he's like, honey and he's like convincing them that you know that he's married to her and because she was wearing as lo mentioned this like you know um thong bathing suit at the beginning he can see that she has like a birthmark on mm-hmm. her upper butt cheek and so he you know tells the doctors like to convince them that yes this is his that's wife. the only thing that that he the only information he has to yeah. convince her yeah he's literally like the doctors are like well how can his. we know because she's saying like that is not my husband i do not remember you and he says like well she has a birthmark on her upper butt cheek and then she goes and looks in the mirror there it is true and then she's just like okay and but then he like lays one on her like he kisses her big time Ugh. and i was just like oh no consent oh no <laughs> and there's another point where he it's early on when she's you know at the <gasps> house yes. and one night he comes home late she's trying to sleep and he comes on to her yes but and she's like, ugh, no. And he's like, oh, well, we'll try again tomorrow, basically. Yeah. And I can't believe you wouldn't, you know, want to do this. And yeah. It's just no, awful. No, well, that's his ploy to get her to sleep in the living room. Like she starts out in the bed, you know, oh, that's and then right. he says, like, I'm not actually going to sleep with her, but I'm going to like come on to her, and I know she's not going to let me, and then I'll tell her. Like, oh, this is why you need to sleep on the couch. Yeah. You know? And yeah, so he does come on to her, even though he knows that he's not going to do anything with her. But he, he's just pushing her. Like, I forgot about that part. That she's going to say no. Yeah. And then, of course, she does because she, he's a complete stranger. Oh. <laughs> and then, yeah, she ends up sleeping on the couch for months. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time. He she sleeps on the couch and he sleeps in the bed for a while. You do kind of hate Kurt in this movie. I'm like, wow, what a goof! I know. Oh man, but it's so funny because. Oh, do you want to do some more quotes? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, I was just reading my notes to make sure I wasn't forgetting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was gonna say it's so similar to yours, your movie Seven Wives, because I wrote that on here. He basically, yeah, he basically abducts her, (laughs) and she. You know, the, is the cook yes. and the cleaner, yes. and the child rearer. I yes, don't know. nanny. I, mean, I wrote he calls her his slave. Right, <laughs> but then it's so funny because you know, in Seven Brides, they all kind of learn to love each other, and so yeah. it's a similar, it's you so know, similar. theme in this one of all the same things happen and mm-hmm. they learn to love each other. It is so weird. It was crazy <laughs> how both of our like kind of <laughs> nostalgia childhood movies are so incredibly similar. Yeah were made what, you know, 30 years apart. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so similar. And um, oh, I I did write down, ah, they have sex. <laughs> they do. They have you guys, they have sex when she still has not remembered yet. Right. And I, I really did hate that. I, I know. was like, oh, he knows. Oh and he doesn't want to tell her. His feelings are real. Right. Like she but, loves him at this point too. Yes. She loves him at this point. He loves her. But that is not okay <laughs> like no. he does not he hasn't given her the full truth and and yet they do they do have sex with each other yeah um and i mean granted it's not i mean y- y- yeah i mean it's, it's you know mutual. However, it's not. I don't know that you can say that there's consent because she doesn't have all the information. He's keeping things from her. Yeah, there's some blurry lines there's, there. Oh, pretty blurry. <laughs> um. So yeah, when that happened, I literally was just like, "Oh, they have sex. Oh no. Oh no." <laughs> yes, and I mean, you can tell. Like, it, I think it was okay for the time because you could tell they both they did actually love each other. But now you look back on it, and you're like, oh she can't consent if she doesn't know all the information." Right. She. <laughs> (laughs) yeah she still doesn't remember anything and oh it's just bad news yes so yeah yeah so yeah i did hate that part yeah but i mean the kids were just adorable i know and when the kids get poison oak and they (gasps) um their teacher like hates them Mm -hmm. and so um because they're very rambunctious and so they call um annie as they call her (laughs) that's not actually her name but they call her annie um They call Annie and she comes to the school and the woman is like, your children will just not sit still and they're just terrible and you need to parent them better, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she looks at their faces and realizes that they have been sitting through school with poison oak yeah. all over their bodies. And she, like, and stands up for she them. She stands up for them. Oh, it's adorable. And then she, like, is putting calamine lotion Aww. all over them, and it's just so cute. And then she gets it, too. Yeah. Oh, man, that was just adorable. That was, like, a turning point. Yeah. I feel like she, that was the turning point when she realized, like, oh, man, I love these kids. I need to stand up for them. Yeah. And. Uh, and that's also when she finds out that Dean is um he keeps saying that he's like going off at oh, night yeah. to, to to like you know bro with his his buddies at the bowling alley but really he's working a second job um and she she finds out yeah she thinks he's cheating yeah. and she kind of follows him and mm-hmm. finds out he's doing some like manual labor to right. make more money. Mm-hmm. So she like her her feelings soften a little bit for him. Yeah. Those and two things happen kind of right at the same time. It's yeah. a big turning point. Can we talk about how all four kids are in the same classroom together. I know. They're, I mean, their ages range from, again, we oh, said yeah. like five or six, maybe seven, to uh, all the way to like 12. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be 11 or 12. Yeah. So it's funny. And all these kids are sitting in the same classroom with the same teacher. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, back I in the day. I guess if they're in a super small town, that's 100% how they used to do things. Yeah. Um, but I mean, late 80s? I was going to say this movie is based. In I mean, the late '80s, yeah. It's based well, and it, yeah it was. I mean, it was made in '87, right. but it, the time was not changed. No, like it was set in that time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, maybe if it was a small town, I don't know if they still. It do was that, just really funny. Like, no. <laughs> I was like, "Do you guys all have the same teacher? Because you're definitely not in the same grade." I know. <laughs> So, I don't know. I definitely thought that too. Just like, why are you guys all in the same class? Right. And they had blotches all over their face. Like, what kind of a-hole teacher just doesn't know, doesn't Ugh. see that these children are literally scratching? I know. Because they have poison oak. I know. What a jerk. Yep. One of my favorite scenes is where, okay, these kids, they are punks, though. So they are. They put, 100%. like, super glue on some plates. Yeah. And uh, Goldie Hawn's character comes and picks them up, and she's going <laughs> to, like, serve the men pies and beer and stuff. <laughs> and so she can't – the plates get stuck to her hands. And so she goes in and serves them pies, and everyone kind of is in on the joke. They know it. And she's trying not to – you know, make a big thing about it. Yeah. So she leaves the room and then she comes back with a water hose and is spraying them all with the water hose inside the house, which always bugged me. Inside the house. I'm like, "Mm, that's plausible. But it was really (laughs) cute because they end up like, Running around together, chasing each other, having a good time. And yeah, that's how they got poisoned out because they were like running around in the woods. (laughs) But it's so – it's such an endearing and cute little montage, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do have to say a little bit later after that is when – she gets so overwhelmed with all the stuff that he's having her do. Like, I mean, the house is disgusting. Mm-hmm. The children are terrible. He is never home. Um, and at one point, like, he comes home and she is in it like a – she's, like, traumatized. Like, she's sitting on the couch oh, yeah. dazed. And they were like – you know, he. she's completely silent. And he's like, what's wrong with her? And they're like, well – Something's wrong with her. Like, she was going like, blah, 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 blah. And she stopped doing that. So that's good. And throwing grapes at her face. Yeah, they like throwing stuff at her. Yeah, she's totally unresponsive. And he just like laughs it off, picks her up, and throws her in a water barrel. Yeah. And, and she's just like, oh, gosh. You know, like, and and then he just says, like, and, like he has no sympathy for no. her. No. Like, none at all. And he's just like, okay, honey, time to go do this. Yeah. I'm headed out. And, and then he leaves again. I know. And granted, she was she was a bitch in the oh, beginning of the yes. movie to him, for sure. No, you're sure. right. You're I mean, right. But that, I'm not saying that that is okay with what he does to her <laughs> by any means. Yeah. I can see why he is upset. Yes. <laughs> but also... It seems like whatever work that he did took Mm -hmm. him like two days or something and so she stiffs him six hundred dollars. But then he decides to keep her amnesia self. Yeah for like two months it's bad i'm just like that is not equivalent first of all not no. sure you can really measure an equivalency there no um but also yeah you've kept her way too long mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. maybe you know playing a joke on somebody and keeping him from one day and just being like just kidding i'm not her husband here's her back <laughs> right you know she was a jerk before and i needed to get revenge but no <laughs> he keeps her for so long yeah it does not justify his <laughs> behavior by any means but yeah, that 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 one part, I I was just thinking to myself like, oh, this is a little too far. Like, I get that he wanted to kind of get revenge on her, and she was a real biatch. But um, yeah, that that part where he just throws her in that <laughs> water barrel when she is literally traumatized, she just like staring off into space, and and they're throwing stuff at her. He just throws her in that water barrel, and I was like, oh, this is so cringy, Poor this girl. Is just so mean. I know. And then he just leaves. <laughs> He's like, bye, going out to hang with the guys. I mean, granted, he's going to do his nighttime job, yeah, or whatever. But still, he like just doesn't even care. He's just like, bye. Yep. <laughs> One of the okay, so some fun trivia about my life because of this movie. Mm. You know what I've learned to do thanks to Goldie Hahn and Kurt Russell? Oh wait, dance? No, no. <laughs> um, am I gonna guess it? No. Oh, okay. Tell I me. have learned to open a beer bottle <gasps> by like putting. Oh, um- yeah. yeah. Putting like the, the cap, the corner of the cap on like a sharp, uh, surface, yes, like on the like corner, corner of a table or something and I opening did a beer bottle. Did that. Yeah. <laughs> she does it at the end. And I was like, that is so dope. She looks so cool. <laughs> so I, I can't do it all the time, but sometimes it happens and I, I look so cool. You look so dope. dope. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. That is true. He does it a lot. And then, yeah, in the end, when she is back on the yacht and yeah. they have, like, champagne and she's like, can I have a beer? And then she cracks it open on the side. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> and they're just like, what? <laughs> I love it. I love that. Um, Any other thoughts, Law? Um... Okay, I was really conflicted at the ending because, okay, so the ending, um, the synopsis didn't really say, but the ending, like she obviously realizes that, that he has lied to her. That he is not her husband, mm-hmm. and her real husband shows up, the one who abandoned her, and he, but he doesn't tell her that he abandoned her. He just says, like, I've been looking for you everywhere. <laughs> like, she eventually finds out yes. that he had a chance to rescue her, and he yes. didn't. Well, but that, yeah, that, so she, she thinks that he's been looking for her, mm. which is, you know, that is a part of the reason why she leaves, because she thinks, like, you stole me from someone who was looking for me. <laughs> Um, And so, yeah, she goes back with her husband and that's when the kids chase her and it's really sad. And um, anyway, back on the yacht, I was just thinking as the movie is wrapping up, I knew this was close to the end. I was like, I don't, I I don't, it kind of seems like she's going to be the one to go back to him Mm -hmm. and realize like, oh, I've loved you all along. Um, and I was like, no, 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 no. I, I really didn't want her to be the one to show back up. Yeah. And say, I really love you because I, I, I wanted him to say, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I wanted him to be the one doing the chasing. Um but it kind of turns out great because in the end they kind of both do the chasing. Yeah. Like he take him and his kids decide like we ha- we have to go get her back and they, you know, <laughs> commandeer a coast guard vessel and <laughs> it's uh, so realistic. Very realistic. And um they chase after the yacht, you know, right conveniently at the same time that she realizes grant actually wasn't looking for her he he just he's just, a douche canoe yeah he really sure. is he took advantage and was totally sleeping with other people and yeah partying while you know and instead of he knew exactly where she was mm-hmm. um but he didn't want to find her so she realized this realizes this and says like i want to be back with my family they're my home and that's when she kind of storms off and then walks onto the the you know bow of the yacht, and then sees the Coast Guard vessel with yeah. them, with her fam, you know, uh, with uh, with Dean and the the four boys, yeah. and then they literally jump out of the boat and swim to each other. Oh, it's so it's yeah, it's it's so romantic cinema at its finest. Oh, for sure, romance. Mm, yes, mm-hmm. so they're like swimming to each other, and uh, and yeah. So so I was I was just thinking. The ending of movies, I really, I, I think about a lot of like, <laughs> okay, who do I want to be the chaser? You know, yeah. who, who needs to, you know, and sometimes it ends up like the person who goes back to whoever their lover is, is the one who was wronged. Right. And I always hate that. I'm like, no, no, he needs to chase you or she needs to chase you if they're the ones who who did something wrong here. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a great mix of both because if he had just chased after her, and 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 had to kind of convince her like oh hey you should be with us then it wouldn't have felt as real but the fact that she also realized no i don't want to be with these people i want to be with you um so it was like they they kind of both realized it at the same time so you get the best of both worlds yeah it if worked she, if she had chased him also you know just shown up on their doorstep that would have felt like oh but would would he have chased her like would he have ever would he've been okay without her right um you know, so yeah, it was kind of a a mutual chasing at the end, which I which I thought was great. Yeah, I liked it. I liked. I love that part too. Yeah, but you know, I do believe that if in real life, if this were real, <laughs> and they had stayed together, you, oh, wait, this isn't Coast Guard coming. This isn't real to you. It's like, not. Could this Goldie not Haan be real? Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's actual love story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you, you find imagine? out after all these years? It's based on their real love story. Oh, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality they they would have had to do some serious oh, relationship oh, wow. deep dive in to be like let's let's just figure out sure we love each other now but they're going to need counseling. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> how it all started and yeah, work through they that. They need some counseling. Yeah. For sure. Like she doesn't she literally does not know a single thing about his dead wife because she thought that she was the wife. Oh my gosh, can you imagine oh, finding actually, out that he the love did those of my pictures? Life. Yes. The love of my life um, who, you know, fathered or like, you know, birthed my four children. Yeah. Um, You know, she died and uh, now you're here. (laughs) (laughs) You want to raise them? (laughs) To take her place. She's expendable. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, she had obviously no idea who this woman was and they never even explain it no who this woman was so i'm no. like yeah they, they're gonna need I, I i love that they love each other i believe right, it. I, right i believe that love story but yeah after this if you cut to you know six months <laughs> later i think it'd be uh them on sitting on a on a couch yeah in a counselor's office yeah just talking talking through their shit you know yep because it, it it's a doozy they got a lot to work through yeah <laughs> oh i love it that we both gave each movie a nine and we loved them yes i really loved it i did oh so great so yeah same as seven brides if you would like to watch this movie which i think you should both are great however just take into some consideration (laughs) that one is very old and as has some some very outdated values and ideas about women and the other is um yeah some some precarious choices were made yeah um, not a lot of consent happening so just watch with a with a critical eye that's for both yes and yeah make sure to not watch the sequel i mean not the sequel oh, but the remake i forgot of overboard that Wait, was you, you've seen it i've seen it it's uh in anna ferris yeah. plays the lead and i can't remember the guy's name i mean they're both he's funny. A, he's a famous yes. he's a really famous actor in Mexico. Yes. Yes. And he's good. Like he's funny. Okay. And but I just they didn't have great chemistry to me. Mm, they did not yeah. mesh well. It's it's just not believable, like Yeah, you know, Goldie and Kurt. Yeah. And uh I just I don't know. I mean it it was entertaining. It was fun, but it just doesn't compare to this to the original. I also I read that they um they they flipped the yes. roles, yes. so th- so Anna Faris's character is the one who ends up tricking him. So yeah, she he has amnesia. Her character is based off of Kurt's a yes. little bit, and then his character is based off of Goldie's. So they yeah, they switched switch the gender roles a little bit. But I thought that was interesting because I was like, that's not that doesn't help. But, you know no. it's still a precarious it's still, it's still not, not great. great yeah it's not you know you really should get someone's consent before you kidnap them into your life guys, let's just not make movies like this anymore yeah, I'm like as fun as they were yeah i'm like it doesn't it doesn't help the fact it's not just about women right like, it, it's the fact that you literally took someone without their consent and deceived them right so yeah switching the genders doesn't negate the fact that this movie is very problematic. <laughs> yeah. Because we don't want to take advantage of either gender. Right. I feel like there was um a, a lot around a lot of the, um when we were figuring out, figuring out took us a long time. Yeah. But um, when we were realizing a lot of the issues with women in, movies or you know even just like i don't know objectifying women yeah i think people started like okay well i'm just gonna objectify men now you know and started doing that's you know, not kind the of solution. reverse but i'm like yeah that's definitely not the solution it's just that really this movie just shouldn't be remade yeah it really shouldn't yeah um so yeah i i saw the i didn't watch it but i did see the kind of synopsis and thought that's interesting that they just thought oh if we switch the genders it's okay to take advantage of a man because right. you know men but um but yeah um I, I don't necessarily agree with that either no so, interesting. yeah very so interesting. I I wouldn't waste you know an hour and a half watching that one yeah yeah and it yeah. came out what just a couple years ago. yeah it's yeah, pretty it's recent, recent. Mm-hmm. yeah interesting so guys that's our combo on politically our politically nos- incorrect nostalgia <laughs> I just love it and I just think it's so it's so funny that both of us have a movie that is so similar i know we in, we had not yeah. talked about this before like we didn't know how you know each of these movies were going to be we, right. we didn't really oh yeah we hadn't seen the other one's movie so right no, we had no idea and we were just like hey what's your favorite nostalgic movie what's <laughs> yeah. your favorite and yeah it just happened to be these two so and we really tried not to talk to each other about the movies because i like i didn't so when we said politically incorrect we had basically only told the other person well, i'm pretty sure my movie doesn't hold up yeah <laughs> time and we were just like and, watch the movie and yeah yeah we didn't i didn't know how she felt about overboard yeah uh, she didn't know how I felt about seven brides. Yeah. So it was and fun. I mean, it could have, it's just funny that both of our movies have our struggle with the same issue. Yeah. You know, like it could have been anything, but yeah, both of our movies don't hold up for very similar reasons. Yeah. So I think that's so funny. Yeah. All right, Lo. Well, um, what have you been watching or reading? Anything okay. You want to plug? Let me go down to, oh, let's see. <laughs> okay. So, oh, you watched some things. I did. You did. She she put like we have a little note going, and she's got some things. I know. I always have to refer back because my memory is not what it used to be, guys. I'm getting older. <laughs> getting older. So I actually watched Django again. Oh. And uh still holds up. Still holds up. Love However, it. I do think that Jamie foxx is the MVP now that <gasps> oh. I I rewatched it. What did you say? I originally? don't know. He's Leo. So good. Yeah. Did you say Leo? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, they're all so good, but he was. She changed Jamie her vote. Jamie Foxx is so good. She changed her vote. So I watched that, and then my husband and I started watching Twister, which... <gasps> oh. oh. That should have been on one of my favorite movies, because oh, it's just so, so good. good. So good. So, I actually watched... Um, I don't know if if you all, my, our rewinders, have ever heard of this, but it's called um, Master Pancake, and it's th- like... Master Pancake Theater? Um, but it's where... You watch a movie, like they they take a movie, but then the enti- throughout the entire movie, comedians are making fun of it yeah. the entire time. Yeah. And they... Yeah. And, and I watched... Um, like Mystery the, Theater Twister. 2000, basically. I don't know what that is. Mystery but... Theater 2000? No. Oh, you should look it up. Okay. Um I'm sure some of our rewinders know. I, I didn't watch it a lot, but it was basically these three characters. They were like... I think they were like robots or puppets or something. Uh-huh. So you're in the screen is the theater Mm -hmm. and then at the bottom of like the screen is you see the silhouettes of these three characters and they're watching old movies and they're just commenting and making fun of it yeah that's what this is basically so like they're playing twister but the entire time they're playing it like comedians are kind of making fun of it yes the whole time like but like in a in a light-hearted way, right? Like they're not—they don't actually hate this movie. They love this movie. Oh, this is what but basically we do when we watch movies. Yes, exactly. So, um, but yes, I—that's funny that you watch Twister because I did watch a master pancake of Twister. Nice. It was so good. Oh, oh love it. Yeah, it love Twister. It still holds up in a lot of ways. It's I know. so fun. And Bill Paxton, who oh, passed away. Oh, yeah. Love him. And I wanted to be Helen Hunt so bad. Oh, Helen anyway so we watched those and then i was i've been listening to the podcast real friends fake doctors (gasps) love it based on the show scrubs yeah with zach braff and donald faze on and it's just really cute and fun because i used to love that show so much i love it and they're just like you can tell they're real friends oh It's adorable so i had listened to their pod before we began this one Mm -hmm. and that their their podcast was kind of like hashtag goals for this one of like two friends who it feels like they're just chatting they're just they're just chatting yeah and they go through each episode of scrubs you know but i feel like that's kind of what we do with movies yeah we're not we don't always have an agenda for what we're going to chat about and yeah we just love each other and uh and we just chat and yeah. it just flows how it flows. And that so, is definitely how that podcast feels. Oh, it's so sweet. I and it's it. just really fun to listen to because they have great chemistry and yeah, they really love each other. They do. So, and then I've been reading, of course... Little men. I'm, I feel like I'm never gonna finish it. It's still so good. That's one that you take your time with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've also been reading this book called The Trauma Cleaner, which is oh, so fascinating. Weird. You would hate it just because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. Uh, you you would hate it because it deals with like death and stuff. Oh gosh, so, no, no, I don't want that. So the qu- a quick little overview of the book. It's a based on. It's it's a real story, and uh-huh. it's this person who interviewed this trans woman uh, over I, – I don't know if it was several years or what, but her um, – she created this company where her and her team go into people's houses – like where crimes have happened or ooh. you know someone has died and they clean up. <gasps> ooh, ooh. So Boy, I hate it, it. It is so fascinating. They talk about this woman's life and just her journey, her story and also just her job and like wow. It's teaching me a lot about um empathy yeah. and this this woman sounds really brazen, I want to say and just loud mm-hmm. but also just treats her clients with dignity and love anyway and wow. it's just really cool. So I anyways, um I mean I'm not gonna read it but I love I that. figured. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's so fascinating. And mm. so those are my my three little plugs here. Lois so I just envy you. What? Lo is so, like, she always reads all these, like, really contemplative things. Do you want to know what I'm reading right now? It's called Stud Muffin. (laughs) Okay, did you go into an old bookstore and look through their just 10 cent, like, romance section for Lo? This This is a new book, okay? (laughs) Those of you out there, don't try to read this book. It's ridiculous. So what's on the cover? Is it a man on a horse rescuing a woman? No, it's just like, it's just a shirtless man, you know? Good old shirtless man with some, some serious abs. Oh. He's serious abs. And he's like a famous is it she fabio with, with his long flowing no. okay, hair. okay so there is a difference between like harlequin romance <laughs> yes that's the word i was looking for the covers for. that you're talking about no mine are i mean i don't even they're like adjacent they're not even better than they're like adjacent <laughs> um to those books but they're like contemporary romances so yeah my guy is also shirtless <laughs> who on this cover but he just like looks like he belongs in this century i love this so much yeah no, i love so. that we're so different though <laughs> (laughs) I learn about romance from you. You learn about crime scenes from me. (laughs) That's true. So true. Um, But also, no, I wanted to plug okay, if you have not seen this movie, you need to. Stop this podcast because we're almost done anyway. And you need to watch this movie immediately. It is called Palm Springs. Uh, I wondered. You put that on there and I was like, have you been? (laughs) I went to Palm Springs. Are we going? We're going. Let's leave now. (laughs) No, it is called Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. It is on Hulu right now. Okay. And Andy Samberg is in it. It's like a dark comedy. Is it recent? Oh no, it's it's brand new, like oh, cool. it just came out on on Hulu, uh-huh. and um, it is incredible. I don't even really want to tell you because I think you would, I think you'll like it. So and and our listeners too. I'm not, I don't want to spoil it because this is a new movie. So I, I'm not about spoiling. Oh cool, anyone. okay. But it is incredible. It's so, it's very good. It's like it's a like I said a dark comedy, um. And Andy Samberg is in it. I just love Andy Samberg. I know. And um, I'm not sure what the name of the female actress is. I, I can't. I cannot remember her name. It's escaping me right now. Yeah. But she's been in some other things that I've seen as well. And they're just such a great dynamic duo. It has um, who, oh, man, you're going to know this, not okay, me. Okay. Who is the guy from Whiplash? Oh, JK, JK Simmons. Simmons. JK Simmons. <laughs> okay, JK Simmons, really? is in it? I yes. love him. Yes, JK Simmons. And um He's also the dad in Juno. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um so yeah, it has some really great people in it. It has um whoever plays Veronica from Riverdale, is in it? Those of you who watched that show. I know um, who I can see you, who can face. see, yeah. I don't I, know I don't her necessarily watch that show, but I you know, she I know her from first I've seen her season. In is great. Don't yeah. worry about the others. Okay. Okay, good enough. Um, and then it also has um a, the guy from Teen Wolf, the like the newest Teen Wolf. Yeah. He plays like not the main character, but he's in that as well. Anyway. So it has some great people Fun. in it. And it is such an interesting movie. I I don't even want to give more than that because I really want us to talk about it in the future because I know you're going to watch it. And I, I really, if all of my rewinders, please watch this movie. It's incredible. So basically I'm going to be borrowing your Hulu account and I will watch it. Yes, you may. You can make your own profile. You already have a profile on our HBO max. So just, you're going to make your own profile. Yes. Yes. That's how, that's how streaming services work, right? You share with everyone. Yeah. Um, but yes, Palm Springs My rewinders, if you have not seen it, please do. It is incredible, so good, dark comedy, very interesting movie, very interesting take on. Yeah, it's it's such a unique movie. Love it. We will watch it. I'm excited. Yay, um, okay, um, (laughs) sweet magnolias. We are still oh, in the midst of. Haven't watched any more episodes lately. We haven't. But I found some I I have some more sayings that we can share. Okay. Because as you all know, um Sweet Magnolia's is just it's just a gem. It's, it's just a, a real a gem. special it's got a special place yeah. in our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been sharing some of our favorite kind of sayings from this movie. Some of them are just like, I don't even think that's a real thing. You just made it up no. to make it sound more Southern. Some of them are like, oh my goodness, my m- grandmother actually says this. <laughs> and some of them are like, what? Um, so a couple of um, ones that I wrote down recently. Um, <laughs> I've been stewing in my own blues. Ew. I'm just like, that's gross. Can I read one? Yes. Yes, you can. Um, but these are so good. I Oh my gosh. Um, I put some check marks by the ones we already did. Okay. Okay. Here, here's another good one. Please take your foot off my mood. <laughs> i actually like I that know, one i actually really like that one i'm like that, i mean if you put a southern accent to it it sounds very southern obviously but i'm just like i feel like i need to say that like to well you know if ross is like killing my vibe just thinking to bryant you know, like yeah being get, sassy yeah like get your foot off my mood man you know like I was, i'm like oh that's so clever oh, i love it so clever um <laughs> um this one i think is hilarious um she says um causing trouble when your whiskers poked out what i was like 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 she's saying like when he grew started growing up and growing oh. whiskers like he started causing trouble yeah and i'm just like wh- if, okay if you're talking about growing up and things poking out oh. like it just sounds terrible I see, so like I you said whiskers. Now. You said whiskers, but we all know you probably meant penis. Ugh. Like you know, like no, thank you. I'm gonna have to deal with three of those, girl. Oh my! I mean, gosh. I already do. I don't even know how you're gonna do this. I'm gonna be here. For, I'm here for you. I'm here <laughs> thank, for you. Thank, thank you. I'm here for you the you whole. You can do all the, the, the research for <laughs> how to deal with teen boys, and I'll just, you know, put it into practice. <laughs> yes. Um. The other day, Lo and I were going on a walk, and Lo was like law can I ask you a question and I was like yeah of course sure and she was like is it normal for kids to be obsessed with death because <laughs> my I boys was, kill everything yeah and I was like it's normal and the, they'll yeah. they'll do it with pleasure they'll do it with a yeah, smile on their exactly. face yeah they just don't they don't they don't know okay when, when I, I say death, everything really it's bugs um, yeah <laughs> not people you guys come on or like a cat <laughs> That murdering wouldn't be cats that no. wouldn't be so bad i mean it's like doodle bugs and stuff you know or like a grasshopper um but no it's totally a normal developmental phase oh, but can i yes. need another yes oh shoot I, sorry you guys i just hit my mic <laughs> we're just too pumped up for this <laughs> okay. i think maybe we towards the bottom maybe like third from the bottom i think we haven't shared that one yet <laughs> the third one from the bottom maybe uh let's see oh knock me down and steal my teeth <laughs> 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 i really love that oh man Knock me down and steal my teeth <laughs> i'm just like do you have dentures like, like i, don't what? What I, I mean. really think they just made it up i think they made it up oh yeah some of these i i'm like i think we've talked about my grandma has actually said some of these. But then, yes, like the, the fat is a tick one. <laughs> I'm like that. Yeah, that one has Ugh, actually, gross. my grandma does say that. Um, But yeah, like gossip travels like grease through a goose in this town. No. I'm like, you made that up. You made it up. If any of our rewinders, if you have actually heard someone in your family say that, or if you've heard anyone ever in your life say that, please, please let us know. Reach out to us. Yeah, reach out because and, really. And if you have any. Of your own sayings that your oh family goodness, says, yes. please let us know. Like my dad always says <laughs> uh, when he wants the door shut or something, he says, pull the door to <laughs> I don't know what that, I've never known what that means. Yeah. You're like, excuse me? I know. That isn't you put words together but they don't mean much right and now he has me saying golly yes i think i even said it on the podcast no also los often says oh my stars i do i say oh my stars yeah my my boys will sometimes say it she's not she's saying it kind of ironically right you know but you you do still say it (laughs) oh my stars (laughs) (laughs) that's right anyways love it okay so if you haven't seen some episodes of sweet magnolias you should join us mm-hmm. we are on episode six i think we have not started yeah. episode six so we're halfway through yep um but yeah i mean is it quality i'm not sure you could go that far but is it enjoyable and just gives you the warm fuzzies hell yeah hundred percent oh 100%. so great percent yeah um okay low next episode i am so excited me too. So okay. excited. Even though I don't remember what it is, so why You're don't you tell us? You're gonna be so excited. Us. You're gonna be excited. Okay. Next episode, you guys, we're talking villains. That's right. Villains. Oh, villains. this villains. one was uh, a fun, fun episode. I'm to so excited. Record. Yes. So stay tuned. Next episode, villains. We're gonna be chatting together about our fave. I don't know if you can call them fave. Let's call them top villains. And it's it's going to be such a blast. Yep. So please join us. That's all we've got for today, friends. See you next time. And don't forget, please, please be, be kind, rewind. rewind. Bye.